Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell on the bench, coast to coast, in the biggest way possible, hanging out. The bad seed, a broken eight, a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad attitude, bad taste, bad life, bad dude, bad breath, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Pharrell Palatial, right across the river and through the woods. From where Granny loves that fire, OG Kush, with her whiskey and rye. It's a little bit of a, a like a ginger ale mixture with a little whiskey. She loves that whiskey sip in New York City. The Big Apple, ooh. People dress in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, check it up, should do better. All the come around, flat to flat to party up. Rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter. My brain's just splattered all over Manhattan. Should do be check out who? Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell with Carver High Mafia and the great Joe Ranieri in South FLA with all of that gorgeous hunk, hunk, hunk. As we kick off a, another week on Coast to Coast, we do it with birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Ryan Tannehill, 32, with all that fat money he got in Smashville. Max Scherzer, 36, after uh, Giancarlo Stanton gave him a little early birthday present last week with a bomb to left center. And then you got a little, how about Craig Wolanin? Remember him? 53 NHLer. And Moose DuPont, 71, former NHLer. Darius Leonard, 25 today. That guy's a monster in. Indy, of course, tomorrow is Carver High's big 4-0. And on Wednesday this week, yours truly, Pharrell, the double nickel birthday. 5-5, baby. Like Michael Jordan, a double nickel, son. It's birthday week on Coast to Coast. Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. We'll talk to Craig Mish. He covers the Marlins, you know, from Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. He's a badass. We'll talk about the Marlins situation at length coming up here in a few minutes. Uh, obviously, the Marlins-Orioles game has been canceled tonight because of the COVID outbreak. The Orioles will head home later today. Obviously, uh, they've been stuck in Miami. The Yankees-Phillies game in Philadelphia also postponed. MLB has no plans at this point to cancel or pause the season. And Mattingly says they were never really even considering canceling yesterday's game. And they won the game. Girardi says the spread is concerning. What's more concerning is how soft his team looked over the weekend against the Marlins. The Phillies announcers, we got some great stuff for you today. During that Marlins beatdown, all the shots going out and doubles and RBIs, and you listen to these two homers. Where do you get a load of these guys calling the game on television? We'll play the clips for you today on Coast to Coast. We like to humiliate people and embarrass them on television. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Woo! Sweep the leg, Carver High! David Price calls out Manfred. We got the graphic. Aaron Boone says it was a team effort to take the series from the Nats. Corey Kluber, it looks like a month with that shoulder tear. Otani rocked. 
The Angels starter got lit up. We'll talk about it. Nelson Cruz is an absolute freak of nature. How'd you like to have that bat on your team? That guy is a freak. Nelson had uh, seven RBIs against the White Sox on Sunday. He's incredible. He just keeps swinging that big stick. Kershaw progressing, expected to start next weekend for the Dodgers. They split against the Giants. Are the Dodgers overrated? The Giants sure are, because they shouldn't be beating the Dodgers in a split of that series. I'll give you that much. Verlander out with a forearm strain. He disputes he's out for the rest of the season. That became quite a controversy down in Houston. Uh, Mafia and I were discussing it over the weekend. We were hoping that his arm fell completely off. And I was hoping that his wife ran over to my house to spend the weekend with 34C and I. That didn't go over too well with my wife, though. We welcome in radio, all of our affiliates. And don't forget, Sports Grid Radio overnights for all events, 1 a.m. Sports Rage, 3 a.m. Bagels and Bad Beats, 5 a.m. Check out sportsgridradio.com. You can watch us do the shows on YouTube. Just search Sports Grid Radio. I think you'll dig our radio shows. They're kicking ass and taking names. Dusty, again, denying he's um, uh, out for the year. Verlander, we'll hear from Dusty. Uh, Mike Clevenger of the Indians rips the new extra inning rule. Rick Porcello, Mets, gets rocked by the Braves. He says he just has to fix his changeup. We'll hear from him. Tampa walks off against the Jays. Kiermaier with the hit. We'll play it for you. Nats, catcher Trey, Barrera, banned 80 games, failed drugs, PEDs. Trump will not throw out that first pitch at the Yankee game. Thank God. Just go away, dude. Go away. Go live in Scotland or something. Somewhere else. Go to Miralago forever. Do something. Just stay away from us. How's that sound for a plan? We'll look at all of today's uh, baseball games and tonight's games. There's actually games going on this afternoon. Our boy Sweet Lou Williams hitting the strip club. I love that guy. He claims he went for the wings. Then he had guys like Johnny Football backing him up. Those are the best wings I've ever had. You know what? I got to be honest. There are some great restaurants and strip clubs, great steakhouses in, in Atlanta. I got to tell you, are inside strip clubs. I don't care what anybody says. They serve a mean steak down there while you're doing other things. Pat Beverly returns to Orlando bubble, gets in a fight with fat Kendrick Perkins. And I repeat fat. Porzingis forgot to take his COVID test. He got busted. Rick Carlisle talks about it. We'll get all the NBA news in. Harden looking good. Dame Lillard foot inflammation. Uh, Thibodeau got the Nick job. So much for that. Jason Kidd getting the Nick job. I told you he'd never get. Jets trade Jamal Adams to Seattle. We got all your NFL news, college football news. We're going to hit it all, including Whitaker beating Till. Mafia UFC today on the show. We'll talk hockey. They're playing hockey this week. Oh, spit shine your shoes. We're going dancing with Lord Stanley. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down, and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, for all back on uh, Coast to Coast, uh, we bring in Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today, covers the Marlins. 
How you doing, Mr. Max? Hope all is well. I know you've been uh, busy. Uh, how crazy has this story been for you? Yeah, this is probably up there with one of the bigger baseball stories that I think that I, I've ever been involved with or covered. It. Um, I don't think anything will ever compare, Scott, to when Jose Fernandez passed away that day. But um, but certainly this is up there amongst wild things that I've ever been a part of. Wow, I remember that day, uh, Jose Fernandez. That that was crazy. That really was. Uh, that was sad. That was pathetic is what it was. Uh, it was that a really, horrible, horrible uh, day. Yeah. It, it really was. And uh, the, I actually, I think some of the decisions that were made that night uh, were pretty weak. And uh, some bad moves uh, and a bunch of lives lost uh, unnecessarily. Let me ask you. Uh, all right, we know who the players are. The the Marlins, uh, I guess the players were willing to admit uh, that they had it, and they released those names. Is that about right? Uh, the, no, the guys that initially the had none it. Of, yeah, no, that's the opposite. Uh, none of them have agreed to it. Well, why are those reports out that say their names? Scott, you'd have to ask them. I don't know. I haven't put a single name out there because I just I know all the names, and I know the names from today too. But I, I just. I just don't feel comfortable with that. They, you know, the guys don't want to give consent. And so I put myself in their shoes. And and if I asked somebody not to say something and they did, I'd be upset, too. And the players that are positive are upset for their names being out there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I mean, Scott, should should they tell the world that they're positive to help other people? Maybe. Should they not? Because it's private and it's a family issue. Maybe, too. But to answer your question, uh, no, they, none of the players of the Marlins gave their blessing on that. Wow. Uh, do you know at all who was the first to report those names and throw that out there? Because I had seen those reports on CBS. They threw them right out there like they were uh, hors well, d'oeuvres at a restaurant. Right. Well, look, th there's also part of this, too, that that is obvious. Now, Major League Baseball teams, when they're not given permission by the player, say the player is out for undisclosed reasons. So we are, we're making assumptions. And so, for example, Marlins have a catcher named Jorge Alfaro, who on Friday was determined and put on the injured list with undisclosed reasons. And so we're just basically doing the two and two on that uh, and, and putting that together. But, they ha but, but other than him, the Marlins have not made any roster moves. They've had players that didn't play in yesterday's game that we can certainly go over. But and but that's that they didn't give permission to say that they had the, the coronavirus. So uh, did you like the way uh, that Derek Jeter handled it? I, I actually did. I, I think the ball club has handled it well. Uh, do you think otherwise? I mean, I think so far so good. The people who I've polled think that they basically had everything on lockdown and they felt really safe on planes. They felt really safe in the park. But. I, the question, Scott, that everyone is asking right now, and I'm getting a lot of this, too, is that should MLB have stepped in yesterday and stopped the game? Should they have just said, hey, like, you may have an outbreak here. You got to stop. And the result of them not stopping that game is they didn't get one suspension on a game today. They got two because the Marlins and Orioles are not playing, but also because Miami was in the visiting clubhouse in Philadelphia. The Yankees are certainly not going to go in that clubhouse until it's clean. So they are not playing today either. So. I think that that's a fair question at this point. The Marlins are basically saying at this point, uh, you know, they wanted to play the game. They went to their leadership and the leadership on the team wanted to play the game as well. And that's sort of where it stands. Maybe the Phillies just shouldn't play at all the way they looked against the Marlins and with the Yankees coming to town. Maybe they should just stop playing baseball. What did you think of the way the Marlins kicked their ass? Yeah, I mean, I guess if there is a silver line to come out of this guy, we've seen this in sports before when teams and players have major issues and then we sort of start rooting for them. I mean, look, maybe that's who the Marlins are in 2020, playing with a bunch of minor league players and you know, trying to prod along and get themselves into the postseason. I certainly would think that they're up against it at this point, without a doubt. But if they have 14 players out of the 30 who have never played in a single major league game, maybe that's the silver lining here is that some people will start rooting for them. What did you think when you were watching? I watched the Marlins. You know, I still like the Marlins. I, I watched them beating on the Phillies all weekend. What did you think when you were watching them uh, play that well in, in Philly? Yeah, I think they're an improved team. They were an improved team. And I, and I think that their offense was better. 
We'll see who comes out of this and playing on the team. But I, I think that they made some adjustments. They have a new hitting coach this year, and he certainly has taken hold of it. But on the flip side, Scott, and, you know, I guess you could look at this from a sports betting perspective, too. I don't think the Phillies pitchers are getting anybody out this year. I mean, maybe Wheeler will and Nola will get a few. But that bullpen that Philadelphia has, when, when you have a $200 million payroll, I think you've got to make sure that you have a pretty good bullpen to close out the end of your games. And, and whether it's the middle innings or the late innings, I follow baseball every day. I had never even heard of a couple of guys the Phillies were bringing in there. So I think they probably have a little bit more issues than uh, leads on going into the year. I mean, just a rough start for uh, Girardi, but uh, how much do you like being around uh, Don Mattingly and seeing what he's doing with these young kids that no one's ever heard of before? Yeah, it, it's it's a little strange because I see him now more as a manager, and then I have to remind myself that growing up he was one of the best players in the game, that we all had that poster of the hitman on the wall, you know? And so uh, it's a little bit surreal. I, I think Donnie's a good manager. I would not say he is a great manager because I think that you would have to look at it, Scott, over the last two years. Did the Marlins get more out of their players? Did they get less or did they get the same? Well, they certainly didn't get more. They lost 100 games last year and almost 100 the year before that. So, um, you know, they signed him to a two-year contract extension. I hope he sees the end of that. And I've, it's certainly been a little pinch me dealing with him every single day, for sure. That's been cool with it. But as far as his skills as a manager, I think he's okay. I, I but um, you know they're they're going to be better. They're going to be worse. All right. So what's the plan, Craig, for the team? They were uh, waiting for results today in Philadelphia, and then they were going to what? Try to fly back home to Miami. Uh, what what's their plan? Or Baltimore? They were supposed to play, but now they're going to play him in Miami. I thought Baltimore was going home from Miami. What's going on? Okay, so so let me let me do this for you real quick, if you could follow, okay? So what the Marlins are doing at this point is they're hypothetically going to wait on the test results from today. They were tested today. They'll know those either tonight or tomorrow. The players who tested negative will get on a bus and drive to Baltimore to play the games that were supposed to be played in Miami, but play them in Baltimore. But because they do not have enough players— they're going to take players from their alternate training site, which every team has, and those players will make up the rest of their roster. But, Scott, only after they test negative, because several of those players played in the exhibition game in Atlanta. So if you're following me here, there's a long way to go. Wow. So, uh, well, think of it this way. Uh the Orioles aren't exactly knocking people over with their talent either. So uh, do you think at the end of the road, it could be a fair deal that those two play each other if this thing goes off and that, you know, they're about, they're about on the same concert, right on the same par. Hey, the Marlins were, were much further advanced than the Orioles were going into the year. I can't say right now that they are, but imagine the Orioles flew into Miami, landed and flew right back. Wow. What did you think of uh, the opening weekend of baseball, Craig, overall? what Did anything throw you for a loop besides uh, I thought the Marlins were one of the stories. And then obviously with everything that's happened with the COVID, it got even bigger. But what else caught your eye? Yeah, I, I thought the Twins and Nelson Cruz having a huge weekend again shows that they're for real and they're not going anywhere. They're going to put 10 up on you. They broke the home run record last year. I think they're right back out there again. Cleveland showed a couple of really good pitching performances early, and I think that also on that's that's on the good. I think on the other side, uh, how can Houston respond not having Verlander for a period of time? So those are some of the stories that I think that are the most interesting. But Scott, nothing trumps this Marlins story here. Like ev everybody is talking about this now in baseball. I got about twenty-five seconds, respectfully. Then we'll take a quick break for an update. Uh, the you know shoulder of Kluber, and do you believe Verlander will uh, come out of this? Hard to believe either will pitch again. I think that that's sort of uh, this year. This year, I would say uh, it's a short year. Uh, Kluber is going to need some extra time. Uh, I, I, I would I would say no would be my guess. Yeah, I got to tell you, I just don't believe any of those media reports uh, that, that, you know, they started talking about, oh, he'll be back in four weeks and then. Verlander's like, no, those stories aren't true. I'm fine. I just have a strain in my forearm. I don't believe any of that. I don't believe Dusty Baker. Dusty's getting bad at lying in his old age. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
I'm Cam Sewer. There's Sports Grid News and betting update. You want the capping edge. You got to get on the grid. Major League Baseball's not discussing canceling the season after the COVID-19 hit the league hard today. MLB had to postpone two games. The Marlins home opener against Baltimore and a game between the New York Yankees and the Phillies at Citizens Park called off. At least 13 members of the Marlins have tested positive. The Orioles flying back to Baltimore. So their Tuesday game at Marlins Park, it could be in jeopardy. The Phillies are getting tested today because of their exposure to the Marlins. David Price saying MLB isn't putting players health first. Price, the most notable player sitting out due to the shortened season because of coronavirus. Texas Rangers righty Corey Kluber, he's going to miss at least four weeks with a torn right shoulder. We got live action right now. LA Angels in Oakland were scoreless in the top of three. Arizona had the bases juiced. San Diego got out of it with a double play ball. 0-0 heading to the bottom of the first inning. The San Francisco 49ers running back Raheem Mostert have reworked out a deal that will run through 2021. The 28-year-old set to make $2.875 million and will earn an additional $2.875 in bonuses and incentives. Washington quarterback Alex Smith expected to start camp on the physically unable to perform list as he makes his way back to the NFL from a serious leg injury and infection. He hasn't been played in nearly two years. I hope he can make it. New York Giants corner DeAndre Baker and Seahawks corner Quinton Dunbar placed on the commissioner's exempt list as their armed robbery cases continue. They will still be played. They could still uh, get paid but can't play or practice. Drew Brees and his wife, oh man, donating big time $5 million toward building health care centers in Louisiana. Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving committing $1.5 million to help support active WNBA players who are still sitting out due to the 2020 for personal, health, and safety-related reasons due to coronavirus. Players need to sum up their uh, applications by August 11th. The initiative is an extension of his foundation. In the NHL, the league administered, administered 4,256 COVID-19 tests from July 18th to 25th with over 800 players tested. Zero positive results. Great news there. Exhibition games begin tomorrow. The qualifying round on August 1st. Carolina defenseman Dougie Hamilton remains unfit to play. He suffered a broken fibula in January. He was ready to go but injured himself in practice. MLS's back tournament round of 16 action tonight. San Jose versus Real Salt Lake at 8.30. And we got Seattle at LAFC at 10.30. That's the late game tonight. And NASCAR's August 21st to 23rd weekend race at Dover will be held without a fa- attendance and no fans. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. Remember to follow us on the Sports Grid Network. It's the place to be for all your sports wagering and fantasy needs. We're here all the time and follow us on Instagram at SportsGridTV too. Now back to Scotty Farrell on Coast to Coast on SportsGrid. All right, Cam, we'll talk to Cam Stewart next hour uh, in Toronto. Uh, we're talking to Craig Mish, of course, a Marlins great uh, beat reporter and fantasy sports today on SportsGrid, a regular on Coast to Coast as well. We try to get him on uh, Farrell on the bench, uh, but he doesn't like working after hours. Uh, but anyway, That's let me ask true. you. I've, uh, I've never got invited to that. That's not true. <laughs> Clevenger said he hates the uh, extra inning rule. What did you think of it? It's okay for this year, Scott. I don't think it's something that they'll do again next year. And, and it does create a little bit more excitement with the game. The one thing that I can almost assure you that we'll have again ne- next year is a designated hitter. I mean, does anybody really miss pitchers hitting this weekend? I think that's gone. But the 10th inning thing, uh, you know, it's been interesting. There have been some fun moments. There also is a team that won a game without getting a hit and had the guy on second. So I could take it or leave it. I know that's not the opinion you want, but that's sort of my opinion on it. I I could go either way. What was your initial reaction to seeing uh, Otani get lit up? Do you just think he needs more time to get back from his injury? Yeah, this is the second time, by the way, in a month that he hasn't looked good in a start, an exhibition and a start. I I thought he was a nice little value there on FanDuel to win the MVP because he's pitching every Sunday and he's hitting every Monday through Saturday. But that did not look like a good start. And I don't honestly know how you come back from that. When you have 30 starts in a big league season, you could pull that ERA, Scotty, down from like 10 to 2, but it'll take you a few months here. I don't know if it goes back down at all yeah. so uh, it was it was disappointing but you know the angels will I, I think they'll be okay they'll get rendon back and they'll be competitive so uh verlander allegedly by the weekend he thinks he'll be back pitching are you buying that uh, or excuse me uh kershaw oh kershaw yeah i mean kershaw has had if you look at the history scott kershaw has had the back issue he goes on the injured list misses a week or two and comes back almost every time and people talk about all the time that he's missed. It's only a couple of starts every year, two or three, sometimes four. So I believe him. Were you surprised the way Kapler uh, managed against the Dodgers and the pitchers he used and that they were able to get two games in L.A.? I got to tell you, I almost fell over because I thought they were going to be the worst team in baseball. 
And I think they still will be. You have to give it time. And, and, it, and, it, and it's still, there's still a few days. In, we're only a few days into the season. The Marlins are 2-1. and one, The Orioles are 2-1. and one. Uh, You know, the biggest mistake that people make in sports betting is those first few games of the season. There's two things. Either you bet the dogs or you don't bet at all. That's the only way to go in baseball, especially in the first week of the season. There's no question in my mind the Giants will absolutely fall back to the pack. Their total was 24 and a half on the season. They are not going to sniff it. What did you think of the way uh, Toronto's bats uh, did down in Tampa? Yeah, look, the Blue, J- the Blue Jays have a, a nice young core of offense. I think their pitching is a little bit uh, iffy at the moment, but you have to like what Biggio, Bichette, and Vladdy Jr. are doing, and I think that they could potentially be one of those teams that gets into the postseason now that they've added 16. Uh, respectfully, you got 45 seconds. I'll let you out of here. What do you think baseball's thinking right now, Manfred and, and the front office, the league office of uh, are they worried about uh, possibly having this happen all the time, these cancellations? They're petrified that tomorrow the Philadelphia Phillies, who had their entire team tested, have contracted the virus from the Marlins. They're petrified that a second team is fully infected and have an outbreak. If they don't, I think this will go away, and I think the season will continue. If you're looking at another 10 players that test positive from a team that played against another team on a field, I don't know how this is going to continue. It means that there is no stopping the virus, if that happens tomorrow. Lastly, do you think that college football and the NFL are actually watching baseball, seeing these traveling teams, not in a bubble, having problems already that they're worried about what's happening with baseball? Yeah, I don't think that there is any bubble for any college or pro football team having 50 or 60 kids and men. I I just don't see that. It's an apples and oranges conversation. We need to get off this whole the NBA is so smart and everybody else is dumb. They got 15 players on each team, not 40 or 50 or 30. They did a great job. Let's leave it at that. Uh, NFL needs to get their act together for sure. If they think that they are just going to plow through this by having training camp starting, I have no doubt, Scott, the season is going to start. And I also have no doubt the season is not going to end. They're going to have to limit travel. I think they need to start thinking about changing the schedule. I think that they need to take buses instead of planes. But who am I? I'm just a host here on SportsGrid. No, you are the most popular reporter in all of sports these days with everything going on with the Marlins taking over the world. Craig Mish, my man, thanks so much. Always a pleasure to see you on Coast to Coast. Uh, Always great to be on, Scott. Thank you so much again for having me. Have a great show. My man, he hasn't slept in four days, that guy, Craig Mish. He hasn't. I think uh, Joe said he smelled booze on his breath, though, after the game yesterday. He was celebrating the Marlins uh, beating the Phillies like the rest of us. Maybe that was just Joe's breath. I don't know. Sometimes you just blame the other guy. You just, you know, you tell your wife, it wasn't me. I swear to God. Anyway, Carver High, let's bring him in. His birthday tomorrow, the big 4-0. It's an early celebration here. We do a pre-birthday bash with a little happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Thank you, Scotty. We are almost there. That's right. Tomorrow, the big 4-0 for Carver High. I really can't wait for it. I'm very excited, as you can tell. Uh, You just covered it all with Craig right there. We know no Marlins and Orioles tonight down in Miami. No Yankees and Phillies in Philadelphia. Uh, The Orioles will head home to Baltimore. They'll see if they can play the Marlins at some point in the next couple of days. MLB, no plans to cancel the season. Here's the quote, Scotty, that has kind of been floating around today that has people scratching their heads. And that was Don Mattingly after the game yesterday. They had a couple of positives before the game that they knew about. The team allegedly took a vote as to whether or not they wanted to play the game. Here's Mattingly saying they never had any consideration of not playing. Here's, here's Donnie. They never really considered not playing from my standpoint. We're taking risks every day. Every day we're taking risks. So uh, that's what the players all around the league are doing. You know, you travel all the time. You know, it started with this road trip. You're traveling, you're in planes, you're in buses, you're in different hotels. Uh, it's the risk that that we take. And I think we just have to, you know, I'm going to go all the way back to Michael Hill told us early on, you know, we're going to have to be, we're going to have to be, you know, adjustable. We're going to have to be flexible. We're going to have to be patient. Uh, we're going to deal with a lot. We try to set ourselves up to deal with a lot in different scenarios. So we're getting tested early. Hopefully we're not getting tested later. We're Hopefully we can pass this test.
You know, it really is incredible if you follow this COVID and like some people just think it doesn't even exist. And there's so many idiots and stupid people in this country and all over the world that refuse to follow any kind of protocol or wear a mask or anything. They just party and they just go out and have a blast with tons of people all around them, all over them. Swimming parties, barbecues, dance parties, bars, like right outside of drinking establishments, people by the hundreds throwing down. They just refuse to acknowledge it. And it's embarrassing. It is truly embarrassing. And it's over. Now we're averaging like the numbers are staggering of the deaths per day and the number of new cases per day. And in the five biggest states, it's out of control. Like people are like more interested in hurricanes, frankly, which I understand are always popular seeing hurricane weather reports. But the daily reports of people and children and everyone else, all ages dying of this thing and to acknowledge none of it and to refuse to cooperate and wear a mask is beyond absurdity. And I think that as you watch baseball right now, coming apart at the seams because a couple teams are loaded with COVID. What more do you need to know? I just said it to Craig Mish. College football, pro football is on the identical uh, collision course with baseball in the fact that they're all traveling to stadiums and playing games and they're flying around. And this is exactly what we're going to get. If you think for one minute that this is ending with these two teams over these uh, couple of days, This is the beginning of the end. Believe me, you, it's going to be more widespread than you can even fathom with the number of players getting it, the number of teams getting it, the number of games getting washed because of it. And they're going to open up these training camps in the NFL this week. And all this is going on. And I guarantee you it's going to be a bloodletting. There are going to be more people coming down with COVID at those NFL camps. I don't care what anybody says because I don't listen to football players when it comes to smart people. Thank you very much. Uh, They play football. I'll listen to the scientists and the doctors and the infectious disease specialists. And I don't listen to idiot loser asshats that don't wear masks in public. I hope all of you get it. How does that taste? Do you have a problem, though, Scotty, that the Marlins basically got to make this decision yesterday? I mean, shouldn't have Major League Baseball maybe made the call or or maybe got their opinion on it than the Marlins taking a poll amongst the players? Should we play today? That's a bit of a problem for me. Well, you know, I, I've said on the show for uh, since the day I, I came to Sports Grid, I think Rob Manfred is, you know, for a lawyer, for a guy with his uh, the smarts that he allegedly has, the studious background that he comes from, uh, it is amazing to me, frankly, how terrible he is at his job. I don't care what anyone says, including his last-minute deal for the expanded playoffs. He waited four months to do a deal that he got cut in two hours. I mean, he's pathetic at everything he does, and he's pathetic at this. I don't think the guy knows whether he's coming or going when it comes to running Major League Baseball. I have yet to see him do one thing right ever since he got the job, including this with the Marlins. He does nothing well at all. What does he do well? Tell me what he does well, and I'll shut up. I cannot find it right now. Here is Philly's manager, Joe Girardi. He says that a virus that it's spreading right now is very concerning. Here's Joe. Always concerned. Um, you know, I think our, you see our guys take precautions on the field. You know, the good thing is when we do see players from the other team, it's usually uh, it, it's on the field and outside, and there's usually a lot of distance. So you hope that that uh, protects our club. Um, the problem is when somebody gets it inside your clubhouse that's not aware of it for a day or two and and then has the ability to spread it around to a few people, and it sounds like that's what happened there. I think what he's trying to say is it's the Marlins' fault. When we come back, I'm going to play some great clips of the homerized milquetoast Phillies announcers calling the games against the Marlins over the weekend. When do you hear these calls? I, they really are hilarious. That's why I sent them to Carver High. You're going to love this. It's coast to coast. Don't go anywhere, Slick. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hi, 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. coast to coast cover high i know we have these philly clips against the marlins i can't figure it out if it's uh uh mike schmidt or if it's john crook i, I don't even care who it is uh, listening to the pain and suffering of the phillies announcers when the marlins were beating them is just epic can we run these clips yes these are from uh, nbc sports philadelphia from yesterday's oh, game on the right field line Harper can't cut it off. It gets to the corner. Diaz to third. Trey Hillman's waving him home. The throw to the plate by Harper will be offline. It's going to wind up being a triple for Miguel Rojas. An RBI triple. And we're tied up at five. Now that was the first one. Oh boy. My ball to right field. Harper going back toward the fence. And it is gone. A three-run home run, and it's now nine-five in favor of the Marlins. That uh, the was first Brian one, Anderson three-run home Right, but the first one, you missed it at the beginning. You were talking, so he, he said, right when he hit the ball, he went, "Oh Lord!" He's like, "Oh Lord!" Yeah, I'm not Schmitt. sure if that, uh, that was Schmitt. Great. I know that Schmidt does Schmitt. the weekends for them. Yeah, I think it was Schmidt too. I know Tom McCarthy does the play-by-play, but Schmidt is the one at the beginning of those clips doing the "Oh Lord!" After as, as the Marlins, uh, like you were saying with Craig, they absolutely put it uh, on the Phillies yesterday. They take two out of three from them, so uh, I know that it's a, a very tough situation they're going through right now. But they got a two and one start on their hands. Man. Yeah, listen, I I don't think it means anything. I I didn't want to say anything to Craig because I love Craig. But, I mean, I think at the end of the day, he's right about one thing. The the Marlins are like a minor league team. And the fact that it's more of a statement of what they did to the Phillies, it's the Phillies' problem more than it is the luck of, like, you know, the Marlins winning a couple games or the Giants winning a couple games. These things happen all the time. As you know, as a better, you get burned on baseball games left and right. Right. But the Giants suck. The Marlins are going to suck. At the end of the day, it's a minor league team. There's no way that they can keep winning the entire 60 games. If it was 162 or 60, it's neither here nor there. They're just not that good. They've lost 100 uh, games two years in a row. Yeah, they are not a good baseball team. We'll see. Hopefully they get everybody back and they can keep playing during this season. David Price is staying home, as we know. He's not playing for the Dodgers after what happened this morning with baseball in the Marlins. Price went on Twitter and he decided to take a shot at Rob Manfred, Scotty. Let's take a look at David Price's tweet this morning uh, after all of this stuff went down. Price basically saying to Manfred, you know, this is why I stay home. Now we really get to see if MLB is going to put players' health first. Remember when he said it was paramount? Part of the reason I'm at home right now is because players' health wasn't being put first. I can see that hasn't changed. How about price today, Scotty? Well, look, uh, he's right. I'll give him that. Uh, But I have to say, uh, the first thought that came into my mind when I saw this was, you know, if you're not playing and you're you've opted out and you're not going to be there for your teammates and you're you know that's your prerogative, you have that right. But just shut your mouth. Like if you're not playing, you shouldn't even be allowed to talk ever about anything. If you're not part of the team and you're not going to play, just stay out of it. Like now he's slamming Manfred. Where was that when you weren't uh, going to play? Like now all of a sudden you're you're talking. We don't care what you think is basically what I thought. The first thing I thought was, why are you talking? You're not even playing. Stay out of it. Go golfing with all your money or something in your new fat crib in L.A. Shut up. 
Shut up. I mean, honestly, you're not even there. The Yankees had to work extra hard to take two out of three from the Nationals this weekend, Scotty. They got beat up on Saturday night, and then yesterday they looked really lifeless at the plate for about six innings, and then late in the game they came alive. Homers from Glaber Torres and Luke Voigt, and then Glaber had the go-ahead hit later in the game. Here is manager Aaron Boone after the game, Scotty, saying this took a team effort to take two out of three down here. We emptied the tank a little bit today. Obviously, there are a lot of different things that happened in that game and getting guys off the bench and obviously being a bullpen game where we had to kind of piece it together there for nine innings. Um, but, you know, credit to the guys for just, you know, you know, struggling a little bit first half of the game offensively, but really stringing together a lot of good at bats. And then, you know, Lowe did a great job setting the tone and the bullpen was excellent. So a couple of key defensive plays, that double play that, Geo and DJ turned was against Robles was really special. Um, just just a, a lot of guys having a hand in a in a good solid victory to win a series. I got to tell you, I watched the game and uh, I, I gave up on a game because I, I like the Pirates, unfortunately. And uh, I was watching both games, right? And I turned the channel after I saw Chad Green come in. But I have to say, Chad Green is amazing for the Yankees. What he does. Uh, out of that bullpen for Boone, I mean, he saves their ass. Uh, just It's like at least once or twice a week, this guy, every year, every season, all he does is perform at a very high level. And I thought he made a huge difference in that game. And then you get guys like Voight uh, stepping up and hitting a big bomb. We expect that from Torres. Uh, Voight, you know, is starting to make a name for himself. I thought he tailed off when he got injured. But that guy, uh, when he gets going and gets hot and gets – you know, a little sticky going and he gets his uh, swing going and, and sees that ball. That guy can drive the ball too. If he can stay healthy, he could be a dangerous piece to this very dangerous lineup. Yeah, and I know that you like seeing Stanton hit another bomb on Saturday night. So that's two and three games uh, for Stanton over the weekend. So that's a positive sign for the Yankees as well. Corey Kluber leaves the game early after one inning for the Rangers yesterday. They spent a lot to get him in the offseason. They wanted to upgrade their pitching. They probably won't have him again. He's got the uh, grade two terrace tear, which is a muscle in your right shoulder. He's not even going to throw a baseball for a month. Scotty, the season's only two months long. Uh, so even if he picks up a baseball in a month, they're going to have a problem having a pitch again. Yeah, I agree with uh, Craig Mish and, and the assessment that uh, Corey Kluber, it's only a matter of time before they shut it down completely. They're just uh, playing games right now with it, with the media. This guy's done. He, if he misses a month because his shoulder, what, his shoulder's going to get better in a month? He's going to be fine. Here's what's going to happen. The minute he starts throwing again, 95 miles an hour, his shoulder's going to snap. That's what's going to happen. Let me tell you, I've had rotator cuff and labrum surgery. I got 15 hooks and screws in my shoulder right now. There is nothing worse than, for a pitcher, believe me you, than the shoulder and the elbow. And the minute you start hearing about Verlander's elbow, they turned it into a forearm strain. I don't believe anything they're saying about Kluber or Verlander because Major League Baseball teams are liars. And the Astros not only are liars, they're cheating liars. Yeah, we will get to Verlander in a moment. You guys talked about Otani already, you and Craig. He got absolutely whacked by the A's yesterday. Not a good start for him. Nelson Cruz with a huge 7-RBI game. He had a great weekend for the Twins. He gets the AL Player of the Week. Kyle Hendricks of the Cubs gets the NL Player of the Week. So a good start for Cruz and the Twins. Clayton Kershaw progressing. He should pitch next weekend. I know you mentioned it. Uh, Craig kind of said, ah, this happens early in the year. Uh, splitting the four games after taking the first two uh, not great for the Dodgers on opening weekend, Scotty. I mean, it's just absolutely uh, horrible for the Dodgers that the Giants basically pushed him around for the last couple of games. Uh, it was amazing. I was watching those games, and with that lineup that the Dodgers have, how in God's name did they lose to that Giants team? It's beyond reproach. You can't even figure it out. And then as far as uh, Nelson Cruz, I just have to say, let me tell you, player of the week. I mean, this guy, he hits a baseball really as good as anyone in the game. I mean, this guy hits for power. He hits home runs. He hits gap shots. He drives in runs. He'll even sack fly you to death. The guy produces at a high level. Honest to God, if you bet money on Nelson Cruz being the MVP in the American League, you might find yourself rich at the end of this 60 game run nelson cruz swings i think the meanest bat in baseball these days that guy is absolutely a pimp 
Justin Verlander is going to be out with a forearm strain. There were reports yesterday that he was done for the year. Verlander went on Twitter and said, that is not the case. Here's manager Dusty Baker, who basically was asking the reporter, who told you that he's out for the year? Here's Dusty. Dusty, it's being reported that he's out for the year. Okay, who's reporting it? Chronicle. Who? The Chronicle. Who? <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like I told you, I just told you it's a forearm strain. He shut down for a couple of weeks, and then we'll reevaluate at that time. So there you go. Uh, everyone's lying. I- I'm so, I- you know what? I'm happy. I- I, you know, I don't wish that on anybody except the Astros. I do wish it on them. So have at it. I don't, I don't care what happens to them. In fact, more of it, I'll be happier. The more, the, the more bad news they get, the happier I'm going to get. In fact, I might start eating Lucky Charms if they keep getting injured and falling off all their players and getting beaned. I'm going to eat Lucky Charms. I'm not even going to put milk on it. I'm just going to pour it right down my throat out of the box. Little karma coming around for the Astros, according to Scotty right there with the Verlander injury. Uh, Cleveland's Mike Clevenger, starting pitcher, he ripped the new extra inning rule. Quote, wackest shack I've ever seen. You know what the shack is, Scotty. I saw it in a bunch of games over the weekend. Uh, Oakland and Anaheim had a game with it. The Mets and the Braves did as well. Um, I'm really not a fan of it. I understand why they're doing it for the shortened season, but I hope this thing doesn't stick around after this year. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think it will because uh, it's been one weekend and everybody's already complaining about it. So uh, the more crybabies in baseball that uh, be about it and start complaining and uh, you get enough volume of those voices, uh, baseball will get rid of that crappy plan. Another crappy idea and executed plan by crappy commissioner Rob Manfred, just one thing after the next. Keep track of all of his mistakes. You get a bunch of them every week. The Mets had a promising start to the weekend with the win on Friday over the Braves. They were outs away from getting a second win on Saturday, but then Edwin Diaz happened to them. And then Sunday night, Scotty, they just got absolutely rocked by the Atlanta Braves. So they start one and two now. Here is Rick Porcello, who was the lead guy who got rocked on Sunday night, saying, I just got to work on my changeup. That's all that's wrong with me. Here's Rick. I definitely did a lot of tinkering in the offseason or, or correcting in the offseason and felt great going into spring training and, and have felt great about my work up to this point. So it, it really makes today even more disappointing uh, for myself personally and for, for our ball club. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's a, a whole overhaul or, or anything like that. I think I'm on the right track and, uh, you know, if make a couple more pitches and, and throw some throw some better changeups. It's uh, maybe a different story, and we're in it, you know, a lot longer, a lot later tonight than we were. Well, you know, they got two guys, Porcello and Waka, and obviously Stroman, who's injured uh, with the torn calf. So they got two guys active. Waka's going to go against the Red Sox tonight, and hopefully he'll fare better than Porcello did. I think it's really important that, you know, the Mets win this game against Boston. I think the Red Sox are, uh, frankly, in the bottom five in the league. I really believe that. I know everyone says I'm crazy, but I just don't think they're good either. And they proved it this weekend uh, at home already that they uh, aren't good. It's that simple. So the Mets need to go in there with Waka, who's got stuff, and get it done tonight in Boston. They're a better team, and they have a better lineup. They have better bats. And let's see if Waka can pitch better than Porcello. Let's go down to Tampa now, Scotty, where the Rays got a walk-off win over Toronto yesterday. Here is Kevin Kiermaier, courtesy of Fox Sports Sun. And a shot up the right side, back into the corner. Here comes Smith to tie it. Martinez hitting third. Linares will wave him home. Rays are going to win it. Safe at the plate. Wow, what a, a matchup tonight uh, with the Braves and Rays there. Uh, Glass now going for Tampa, Fultonavich. Uh, this is good stuff. Uh, let's go. Uh, I, I think the, the Braves proved to me, uh, I know it's only a few games, but they look more dangerous than the Mets. They really do. And they were already better than the Mets, uh, and they won the division. They are a playoff team, and they proved it at uh, City Field. Now they're going to go take on a very dangerous race team who had nothing but problems with the uh, Blue Jays. And really quickly, White Sox manager Rick Renteria is staying at the hotel till he gets a negative test. He woke up with a cough and congestion this morning, so more COVID. Ooh. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Obviously, uh, it's time for the fan question. I know I'm really excited about it. Uh, Pharrell, <laughs> what do you think of Lou Williams visiting the strip club in Hot Town uh, while out of, or rather, uh, you know, out of the bubble, he went out and hit the strip club. Uh, he's going to be quarantined for 10 days and he'll miss the Clippers' first two games. Uh, what's that going to cost him? Well, I guess it's going to cost him around 150 grand. Now, I don't know where he went. Is it true? Like, I don't even know that he went to Atlanta. How is that even possible? He went to somewhere in Orlando, right? Didn't he go to a strip club in Orlando? In Atlanta. Atlanta he went to. Magic City Uh, in Atlanta. So so he went to this place in Atlanta. He left the bubble to go to Atlanta and to get, uh, he claims, to get wings at a strip club. he went to a funeral, allegedly. Oh, yeah. He went to the Williams Sr. funeral and then hit the strip club in honor of his uh, old man dying or something. I don't understand. Like, who does that? Like, here, I'm going to go to a funeral. Then I'm going to go to a strip club in Atlanta, hot town, and I'm going to get some wings. None of it jives. It's all lies. He's going to lose 150 grand. But I have to say, uh, and I really do. Now, I have uh, had a lot of sponsors in Atlanta with my radio show over the years. And uh, I think about 50% of them were strip clubs. And I remember, look, and I had this uh, Sabrina, the stripper, used to do my show. She was awesome. And she had full body art as well. And uh, she invited me to Cheetahs once to have steaks. And I got to tell you, I had, I I honestly had a porterhouse rocking it about three inches thick. And it was about a foot and a half long. It was about the size of Shaq's foot. And it was one of the best steaks I've ever had. And then I got like, you know, special treatment at the table. I mean, real special treatment. Who needs a waiter when you got strippers around? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.